Welcome to the show they don't want you listening to. The one with all your rights and zero handcuffs. So sit back and stand, grab that chopped cheese while you wait for that six bus. Come on, let's be real. You know it ain't coming anytime soon. This is The Miranda Project. Welcome to The Project. I'm your host, Manny. Happy to be with you. We missed a couple of episodes and we do want to apologize for that. There were some circumstances that uh, delayed us and, you know, we just definitely want to put that out there and do apologize that we didn't get these episodes out to you. Um, One of them being our customary normal or same word, right? Our, Our customary dunce of the week episode where we give you who the the Miranda Project chooses as the dunce of the week. Um, actually, we had a candidate and we do have, not we had, we still do have a candidate. And what we're going to do is that we're going to give you a twofer this week where we're going to uh, give you last week's dunce today towards the end of the episode. And we are going to give you this week's dunce of the week uh, there is already a dunce that has come out in the forefront. Uh, they have made their themselves, um, you know, they're, they're they're taking the lead. They have made themselves, <laughs> um, what's it called, champions so so far. But the week is still young, so we're not going to go and say they are the winner as of yet. But uh, we will share who the dunce of the week is today or in this episode so uh, wait for that towards the end of the episode you're going to get last week's dunce champion now uh usually what we do is that we or we've started doing rather is that we've given you the my opinion segment before we start the my opinion segment which um has begun um has been part our new part of our show we want to thank our friends over at instacart um check them out instacart.com i'm sure you've seen them we've spoken about them um several times on the show uh and how they've been helpful to myself when it comes to being too busy caught up with dealing with either things of the show or just life in general like things happen you you get caught up things just don't go the way that you want them to go uh you get caught up you're busy and you know it's it's nice to have um instacart where you can basically go and check them out on their website go and and create a uh an you know a, a What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm like an account. There you go. I, I don't know why I couldn't think of account. I'm like lost. I got stuck there. But you 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 can create an account. You you know they have a really affordable plan that you can join uh, and take full advantage of the fact that you can get your grocery items delivered to you to your door within an hour, approximately an hour. I mean, who's better than that? What I mean, take full advantage of of Instacart, man. You can get specific items. They tell you about items that matter your your mat your your shopping profile they tell you about things to help you save money right now we all need to save money things are tough man when it comes to the grocery market the, the price of things have skyrocketed we've spoken about inflation in the past past episodes but let's take full advantage of instacart right now they have a great deal for you as well don't let busy days or time crunches from your favorite meals excuse me, keep you from your favorite meals. Utilize Instacart's exciting new Meals Eat Now offer and promo code MEALS10US. Promo code MEALS10US to get your favorite already made, already made, delivered, excuse me, ready-made meals delivered from your local grocery stores today i mean who is better than you meal delivery just got fresher use meals 10 us to get ten dollars off ready to eat meals of 35 dollars and up delivered from your local grocery stores this started January 21st. Take full advantage, excuse me, advantage of it, ladies and gentlemen. Valid at participating retailers, retailers only, new customers only, delivered on orders only. And um 
orders of, you know, orders of $35 and up while supplies last. So take full advantage. You get meals, ready-made meals delivered to you, $10 off. Um, subscribe, get out, create an account. Take full advantage of Instacart.com. Take full advantage of, of the awesome deals that they have for you, of the things that they can do to help you save money. We all need that the, the extra savings in our pockets. And to have someone go out and do the, 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 the grocery shopping from you, who's better than you? Listen, go to our website, the Miranda Project.com, P-R-O-J-C-T.com. Check them out. Click on the link. Let them know that the project sent you and take full advantage of the great deals over at Instacart and get your groceries, whatever it is, whether it's salt, pepper, uh, you know, the turkey, whatever it is, get it delivered to your door in approximately an hour. Check them out. Thank you, Instacart. Once again, that's instacart.com. Go to our website, Instacart, I mean, excuse me, the Miranda Project, P-R-O-J-C-T.com. Click on the link. Let them know we sent you. Now, this is the what we call the um, my opinion. Now, it is my opinion, but this and today's episode is more of a thought. Um, I, I wanted to bring this to the forefront only because um, last week, we all were in the midst of this whole, um, how do you say the, 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 um, the voting act law. Um, and it was sitting in the Senate and everybody was talking about it. Obviously, you know, this was burning, you know, burning the news, you know, is it really about rights? It is about taking over. Is it about federalizing the elections? And I mean, it was, it was everywhere. Of course, here on the project, we, we had, we had our own opinion. And we wanted to share our opinion because the first thing that we want to do here on the project, one of the things that that the reason why we created the project and we put it out there and we where we we've shared our episodes on on wherever you listen to your podcast and now we're we're on Rumble and and we're we're basically getting on YouTube wherever you know if they allow us to you know per our opinions and and you know you know whatever um they you we put this stuff out here and with the aim of being able to speak to people in these urban neighborhoods, in these places where they tell you that you don't need to pay attention to politics, where, you know, you tend not to pay attention to politics and you're like, well, forget it. You know, um, you know, why do I need to pay attention to politics? It doesn't really affect me. It doesn't affect my daily living. Uh, why do I need to pay attention to it? And we decided to create the project because we needed, we wanted for you to understand that, no, 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 you, you need to pay attention. You, you need to understand what's going on. And we wanted to be the venue. We wanted to be the ones to be able to un explain as much as we could explain to you. That was the, that's the main reason for the project. That's why we created the project. It, it wasn't just so that we could be the next political show and we can continue to talk about politics. Because, of, co of course, you know, everybody talks about it. You know, we're, we're, we're listen, we're, we're not, we're not. The, you know, Daily Wire, we're not Ben Shapiro, we're not, what's it called, um, uh, Dan Bongino, we're not any of the huge, you know, we're a small fish in a huge pond, okay? We don't even consider ourselves influencers. Uh, is it an aim to get there? Of course it's an aim. Who doesn't aim to get, you know, to, to grow their, 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 their opinions? Who doesn't aim to get on here and, and, and try to expand and become bigger? Of course. I mean, that, that, that ideally would be great, but we're, we're realistic. We're, we're, we're so far behind, but what we do want to do is that we do want to share that we do want to talk that we do want to reach out to the younger crowd. And we do want to reach to the people that, that possibly might look at politics and say, man, that doesn't bother me. It has nothing to do with me. Why do I have to worry about politics? It has nothing to do with me. Like what? what come on, <laughs> whatever I, I go and I, and, 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 and I vote on the, the major elections and, and my voice doesn't really matter. They, they don't pay attention to me. Who cares? This is the reason why we said, like I said before, we put the project together. Now, like I was mentioning before, we are a small fish in a huge pond and 
last week, our episodes, our shows had to do with the voting rights. We made a special episode on uh, MLK Day and we spoke about the fact that this uh, John Lewis um, Voting Act was really a hijack. And that's why we named the episode a hijacking. Then we spoke about smokescreen, where we said that the um, the this voting act is really a smokescreen for what really is going on, what's really bothering America, what really is on the mind of Americans, not this voting act. So as we were trying to advertise these episodes, get them out to people, because again, we are a small fish in a huge pond. Uh, we got a little bit of negative i don't want to say feedback but pushback i want to say pushback by an entity uh we're not going to name the entity we're not going to put them out there and we went ahead and we did everything and anything that they asked us to do to be able to get these advertisements out to the people that we wanted to get out to i mean we we're a small fish we we wanted to make sure that our voice our opinion is heard by whomever it is that wants to hear it we're not forcing anybody we're not telling you ah, we got we're the project you got to listen to us no 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 that, that's not what this is about so we jumped through hoops and ladders we did what we needed to do and all I can say is that, man, algorithms are a hoot. I'm telling you. These are people that tell you that they're no, they don't want to silence the voice of colored people. You know, people of color, they need their voice. They have to be heard. But algorithms are a hoot, man, I tell you. And, and I, I, I know that our, my IT guy, he, he'll laugh about this. And because he he definitely will laugh about this because algorithms are a hoot. They can do so much. Now, why, why, why I, I mentioned this is because we did everything that they asked. And yet we were the previous weeks we were riding high. We were doing so well. And because we didn't agree, the project didn't agree with the. Uh, voting act the smoke screen that it was the 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 fact that it really wasn't about voting laws it was more of a attempt to nationalize or, or federalize voting because again i'm a hispanic american and i've never had a problem with voting i've never been turned away from the polls never i've always had my id i've always gone I've always voted. Never, nobody has ever, ever told me, no, you're Spanish. You can't vote. Get out of here. Leave. No, no, no. I'm American. I am an American citizen. Here is my ID. I have already registered because when I went and I got my driver's license, oh, look, in the, in the application at the bottom, towards the bottom, it says, do you want to register to vote? And you put yes. And you put your name and you sign. Not hard. Oh, no, but they're Spanish and they don't do it in Spanish. No, 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 no. They have Spanish applications. Now, I don't, and I said, I don't want to make it about race. I never wanted to make it about race. I don't like, I, and I mentioned it before. Everybody wants to be in, oh, this box, that box, this box, that box. Oh, you're white, you're black, you're Hispanic, you're this, you're that. I, listen, we're all people. We're all people. I don't, I don't want to make this about race, but you've made it about that. You've, oh, we can't silence the people of color. They have to talk. But no, we're going to write an algorithm that's going to not allow the person of color to speak what is truly on his mind, speak about what the team is thinking, speak about what they believe is not really what's in the mind of Americans. You know, Americans in New York and in Chicago and in, and, and, and what's it called, in Atlanta, in, in, in these urban, in L.A., in these urban neighborhoods where crime is at an all-time high and they could care less about polls right now. All they could care about is the fact that they want to be able to be home safe, that they want to be able to get home safe. That is what they care about. That is what we were talking about. That is what we were trying to present last week. But shh. We're going to write an algorithm that's going to not allow you to do to, to speak out because you don't know what you're talking about. Because you are a minority and you need to listen to us because we know better for you and that this law needs to pass because 
they stop you from voting. Okay. Yeah. Algorithms are a hoot. All I can say. That's all I'm going to say. Algorithms are a hoot. Now, uh, you know, you, you might... <laughs> You might look at me or you might think to yourself, what is this guy talking about? Again, you're, you're talking cryptic. You're, you're being cryptic. Listen, I'm going to be cryptic, cryptic, but um, we all know that big tech, um, when they want to shut you down, they can. So I'm just going to be as cryptic as possible. But if you get it, if you understand it, you'll know. So... Uh, the project, like I said, is just one show, a small show. We don't consider ourselves influencers. We are just here trying to share our opinions, our ideas, trying to see if we can educate people within the urban neighborhoods of New York and across the country, if they want to listen, about how politics directly affects them and how they can control the outcome um, their, with their political stance, whether it's the Democratic or Republican stance, whether you're far right, far left, doesn't matter. And I, I said far right, and I'm looking, I, I went with my left hand. Or far right and far left. It's all about an even medium. This is what the project wants to talk about. How do we reach a balance so that the country is where it should be, where it needs to be? No, everybody, it has to be in the far right. No, it has to be in the far left. No, no, no. We, we need that media. And that's what the project is about. So that's what, you know, if people feel that we need to be silenced or because, you know, we don't, we don't conform or we don't know better because we are people of color or we're minorities or whatever the case may be, hey, okay you know say what you you want to say um you know believe what you want to believe uh i'm not going to i'm not going to i'm not going to argue with you i'm just going to say how it is this is not a racial thing this is uh an educational thing this affects us greatly and i'm glad that we have the opportunity to be able to speak about it and hopefully hopefully you know we don't get shut down hopefully we can continue to share hopefully we can continue to talk to people and let people come to their own conclusions that that's it bottom line that's all the project wants to do we've said it in our mission statement go to our website and check it out we don't care what your politics are what we care about is that you know what the politics that you're voting for how that really affects you that's what this is about that's the miranda project enough said about that now i i, I want to move on to the next segment and uh you know which is something that really i mean it just hurts my heart to talk about um you know uh last week we presented a an episode where I, I, um, I put a sound bite and a video bite on the, um, you know, on the video podcast, if you haven't heard it or if you haven't seen it, there were two sound bites, um, and smoke screen on the smoke screen episode. If you haven't seen it, this, the, the, the video, you can go onto uh, our page rumble, um, our rumble page. That's uh, rumble.com, um, side slash, um, TMP or the Miranda project, uh, P R O J C T. And, you can check out the video uh, that we posted in that video. You see police officers running into a building, excuse me, a house that had exploded. There was a huge gas leak. These police officers ran in there without any regard for their lives. They ran in there to save someone that was in, um, in peril. Uh, they needed to get that person out. It was an elderly woman. They got that woman out of there you know, and it's such a crazy thing to see because these guys went in there not caring if the building was going to go up again, not caring about their own selves, their own lives. It was about the job. It was about what they were they were there to do. Yeah. OK, the job. No, it was about saving this woman. 
That happened last week, Tuesday. It happened in the Bronx, New York. And I posted it and I shared it. Um, there was sound bites. If you listen to the show, you can hear towards the end of the show where, you know, these guys, you can hear them running. Now, Friday of last week, you have police shooting, a police shooting. No, 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 excuse me, not a police shooting, a shooting of police. Two police officers were shot entering a home because they got called into a domestic dispute. Now, for those of you who don't know, domestic dispute is the most dangerous call to get if you're a police officer. Because you don't know what you're walking into. But you're walking into it. Now, it's funny because, and, and, and not funny in the ha-ha, but funny in the fact that the police officer, one of the police officers that went into the, the, the house that had exploded was interviewed with, by 1010 Winds in New York. And the interview, excuse me, the interviewer said to the two police officers that were interviewed, he said to them or asked, no, no, no. She said to them, it's crazy how you guys run in to where we normally run out. Now, these guys are running in or going in to take a domestic call. You're not going to do it. Are you going to go in? You're not going to do it. These guys go in. They don't know what's behind the door. They go in. And as you can see, we lost a police officer. Police officer Jason Rivera, 22 years old. 22 years old. Dead. Recently married. He was a rookie. Just got out of the, uh, of the academy. 22 years old. Lost his life doing his job. Trying to make a difference. He lost his life. Wilbert Mora, police officer Wilbert Mora, is still fighting for his life in NYU Medical Center. He was at Lincoln Hospital, I believe. No, no, uh, Harlem Hospital, because this happened in Harlem, New York. He was at Harlem Hospital and he was moved to NYU Medical Center, fighting for his life. Unfortunately, LaShawn McNeil as well lost his life. And this was the, the person that shot the two police officers and continued to shoot at them even after they were down. These two police officers were doing their job. These two police officers, even though they have been villainized by people, they've been villainized by movements. They have been villainized by politicians. These guys are still doing their job. These guys are still going in there and trying to save or squash. Because usually a domestic dispute, as dangerous as they can be, it's usually husband and wife fighting against each other, uh, uh, family members fighting against each other. And usually, God willing, they can it's you know they can stop it and 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 you know everybody can go their seat their their separate ways and and you know within that they can they can calm everyone down and you know everybody you know cools down later on usually right not in this instant this police officer lost his life the other one is fighting for his mr mcneil also lost his life and it's sad. This is such a sad story. And, and you, and, and listen, reason being, it's a sad story because Mr. McNeil apparently had mental issues. Apparently, Mr. McNeil was let out of jail because he was still on probation. Now, we're going to get into that a little bit right now. I mean, in a, in, in a little bit, rather. Because I don't, I don't blame, I don't blame LaShawn. I don't, I, I don't blame LaShawn McNeil. Yes, he pulled the trigger. 
Yes, he ultimately took the life of Jason Rivera. Yes, he did put Officer Mora in, in the hospital. But I don't blame him directly. I, I, yeah, I blame him indirectly. I, I blame him indirectly as the person that did what he did. But I don't blame him. I blame the politicians. They're the ones that allowed this to happen. They are the ones that made this happen. They villainize police officers because the actions of one police officer in Washington. One police officer that took the life of another man, an innocent man. Yes, I understand. It was a horrible circumstance. The way that, 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 um, what, that he, what's it called? Oh my God. Why did I lose? Why did I, uh, George Floyd, his name just like totally escaped me for a second. And I apologize for that. Why? Why? All police officers were villainized because of one police officer's actions against George Floyd. One. One man messed it up for everyone else, right? They say, oh, one, uh, one rotten apple ruins the bunch. Yeah, I get that. All right. Yeah. But still, politicians villainized police officers. They villainized them. Black Lives Matter villainized police officers. Listen, I've had run-ins with the police in my youth. I've had run-ins with them. I've been stopped by police officers now. No, the last time was, a, I think, a few years ago, about two years ago. He said, I eat the red light. I, I don't remember if I did or didn't. But anyways... That, that's besides the point. Police officers have been villainized. The NYPD has been villainized. I blame nobody but mayor or former mayor Bill de Blasio. This was his doing. He did this. I blame nobody but Andrew Cuomo. He did this. Oh, yeah, they didn't indirectly, they didn't directly pull the trigger. But they did this. I blame New York City Council for this. I blame New York State Council for this. Because they villainized police officers. They did this. Are there bad police officers? Yes. Was there reform necessary? Yes. I've mentioned it before. Go back to episodes of, uh, of our show. What defunding the police looks like part one and part two. I say it over and over and over again. Reform was necessary. It is necessary. Yes, it is. But villainizing the police, making them to be the criminals, making them to be the ones that are the bad person. Meanwhile, you're glorifying criminals. Meanwhile, you're empowering criminals. And now criminals feel that they could do whatever they want to. Come on now. You don't think so? Come on, man. Like our, our, our president says. Come on, man. You're empowering them. You don't believe me? You get arrested in New York City, in Manhattan, for resisting arrest, and you're out scot-free. You don't even get nothing. I'm like, D.A. Bragg is not going to, he's not going to prosecute it. He's not. He, 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 you're empowered. You're, you're not going to prosecute crimes. You're empowering whom? You're empowering the criminal. So if a police officer arrests you, now you can basically walk. Quote unquote, oh, you'll get a disappearance ticket, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, it is what it is. And, and you're basically, you get a slap on the wrist and you walk. And, and we mentioned in those previous episodes how de Blasio got rid of, what's it called, and, and not only him, there were others, uh, Bloomberg as well, they got rid of broken class policing. You take care of the small stuff so that the small stuff doesn't escalate to the big stuff. We've spoken about it. If you don't know anything about it or you haven't heard about it, go back to all the episodes. We, we detail it. We, we, we've spoken about how Mayor de Blasio made policing a spectator sport. You don't know what that means? Hey, listen, I'll, I'll give you a perfect, quick, 
quick example. Police officers are standing on right now. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you if you were to go in the Bronx to 180th Street and Southern Boulevard, you would see police officers just standing there. Why are they standing there? It's supposed to be some kind of a deterrent. It's no deterrent. See, they're not out stopping crime. They're out, quote unquote, preventing crime by standing there. And then they react once a crime takes place. They're reactionary. They're not preventive. So uh, we're going to post a couple of police officers here and there, and they're going to stand and they're going to wait. And then when something happens, then they're going to go out and do something about it. I blame, I blame the politicians. Where's, where's AOC? Where's, where's Jamal Bowman? I mentioned those two because they're in the squad, but they are directly responsible for what goes on in New York as far as the Congress is concerned, right? Where are they? Did they send an apology to, to a PO, uh, Jason Rivera? Did they tweet, uh, I'm sorry that they lost their life? Did they do anything like that? No, they, 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 not a peep from them. Oh, Chuck Schumer said something. Ooh, Chuck Schumer. The same guy that lobbied against the, the police officer's reform or, or the, the, that was presented in the Senate, and he lobbied against it. Yeah, that guy. Why? Oh, because it was a Republican that came up. And it can't be a Republican. It, it can't. It can't because us Democrats are saying, uh, you know, uh, defund the police. And now they're backtracking and saying, no, we never said that. No, we never said that. Not at all. Yeah. This, this is where we are. This, this is where we are. And this is why I blame the politicians. This is why we created and we are in the project and we're going to continue to go and we're going to continue to put up shows and we're going to continue to talk about stuff and no matter what algorithm is out there and talking because we need for people to understand that these politicians that these politics these legislatures these laws directly affect you your living the way you live defund the police as great as it sounds as with all the smoke screen that they put in front of you everything that they did as wonderful as it sounded look at it how great does it sound? How great does it look? How great does it feel? Grandma can't walk up and down the block no more without having to worry his shots ringing out. A baby was being, she wasn't nursed. She wasn't being nursed. But a baby was sitting in a, on her mom's lap in the Bronx. And she got shot in the face. Yeah. That, that's, that, that's what... What's it called? Uh, defund the police looks like that. That that's wonderful. Now, that's wonderful. And I know that entities like BLM will say, "Oh, there'll be bloodshed and there'll be this and there'll be that." Listen, man. Come on. Work with the police, man. Work with the mayor's department. W work with them. If you want to see a improvement in, in, in policing, you want to see a change in policing, you want to see better uh, community affairs with police, then work with them. Stop with the nonsense. Stop. That's what I think that should happen here. Because no, automatically, no, no, what's it called? What's his name? I forgot his name from the Black Lives Matter chapter in New York. And he's like, he's telling uh, the mayor that if he goes back to the old style of policing, that there's going to be gun, there's going to be blood and there's going to be protests and there's going to be this and there's going to be that. Meanwhile, there's people in New York that are suffering. There are people in New York that are afraid. People in New York that are afraid to send their kids to school. You don't believe me? There was a 14-year-old shot going to school, getting on a city bus. That was an accident. He wasn't an intended target. But he was shot. I know it's cold in New York. But people are afraid to go to the park. Again, it's cold. You're not going to go sit outside the park and it's, it's cold. I get it. But people are afraid. People are afraid to go to the park. <laughs> this is this is where we are. Can you imagine that? This is this is where we are. 
this is this is all because of political maneuvering politicians telling you that the police are bad and they're out to get you they're out to do harm to you and it's the total opposite police are not are there bad apples yeah man there are there's bad apples everywhere there's bad apples everywhere it's just let the system weed out those bad apples that that's what needs to be done there needs to be some kind of reform yes absolutely but this right here what happened here is the ultimate culmination this right here is um something that needs to be looked at oh and, and we're, we're gonna get into how this is being looked at and but this is horrible this is completely and utterly horrible and this again is and again i, I reiterate it this is what defund the police looks like what's going to end up happening now how how is the city going to answer let, let's let, let's let's see how the city's going to answer but before we do let, let's talk about our, our friends over at um live well nutrition live well nutrition is a um they craft the finest organic raw superfood protein blends now i mean everybody new year's resolution i mean we're, we who how many have already broken their new year's resolution it's it, what is it january 25th and people already broke their new year, new year's resolution listen let, let you know with the pandemic and the soon i mean it's not a pandemic no more in my opinion it, we're, let's let's live with covid we're, but you know everybody is concentrated and worried about making sure that they live a um a nutritious life that they they take care of themselves they take care of their bodies that um you know and how important nutrition is to that how important it is to be able to put the right things in your body to make sure that you are empowering yourself that you are helping your your immune system that you're trying the best to try to live a healthy lifestyle live well nutrition is there to help you with that like i said they are a raw superfood protein blend they have many items that help you to ju do just that take care of yourself check out live well nutrition go to their website or go to our website and click on the link directly at the top of our, of, of our page uh live well and let them know that the miranda project sent you go on to their website as we said and you can um take 15 percent off of everything site wide they are gluten friendly and vegan friendly as well so go ahead and take a look go on to their website go to ours first obviously then click on their link so that they know that the project sent you and take advantage of the great items over at live well nutrition take a look at them check them out that's live well uh livewellnutrition.com once again that's livewellnutrition.com check them out it's easy as going on to our website and i keep mentioning because it is rather easy go on to our website the miranda project projct.com and you can click on the link and let them know that we sent you thank you live well nutrition now the mayor of New York has responded to basically what, um, you know, on all of this. And now, even though New York, you know, they defunded the police and they took a billion dollars away from the police and Mayor Dumbla I mean, de Blasio um, basically took away the plainclothes police officers. Well, guess what? Mayor Adams is bringing them back. About time. No, that plainclothes unit took so many guns off the street. They made an onus on the fact that owning a gun in New York City, an unlicensed weapon in New York City, is illegal. And the ramifications or the consequences for owning or having a gun in your possession were dire. 
Now, granted, oh, you know, with all the loosey-goosey prosecution that's going on, I don't know how Mayor uh, Adams is going to enforce it because, I mean, you know, you have the DA in Manhattan that's not going to prosecute things. You have the DA in the Bronx that's not prosecuting things. You have the DA in Queens that's also not prosecuting things and so on and so forth because this is what they're doing. They're basically letting people skate, you know, and I get it. Uh, everything is COVID, COVID, COVID. And, and you know, we've, we've made a joke of it. We, we said that COVID has done everything and killed everything. But, you know, obviously that's the main excuse. Everything is COVID. You know, COVID did it. So, uh, you know, I don't know how Mayor Adams is going to... Uh, you know, strengthen this or how he's going to be able to, uh, you know, make this work. And I was reading the post and even they said they don't know how it's going to, how that's going to work out, you know? And then I was reading the daily news and then the daily news was like, oh, this is a big mistake. And you know, the, that complaint close unit was, you know, uh, you know, where it's targeting people of color and blah, 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 because everything is racist. Um, listen, <laughs> I really feel that we need to get back to where we were, where it was bad to carry a weapon, <clears throat> excuse me, an unlicensed weapon in the state of New York, the city of New York. I mean, you, you can't even apply for a carry web license in New York. So don't even, don't even, it, it, it's illegal, just plain and simple. There, there are different licenses that you can apply for, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to get into that. But it should go back to the fact that we need to enforce this stuff. We need to take the power that was given to these criminals and given it and give it back to the police department. That's what needs to be done. Stop with the loosey goosey. Oh, yeah, but nah, that, no, that, listen, that needs to stop. And one of the major things that is going to be a problem for Mayor Adams and bringing back this unit, because, yeah, they're going to get guns off the street. Yeah, they're going to get these criminals back behind bars. But who's going to prosecute them? And then now with the bail reform going in place, what's going to end up happening? Adams has to go and work with Hoku. Hoku has to do something. I think if Hoku wants to get reelected, because right now she's trying to do her bid so that she can get reelected, she needs to do something and she needs to get strong on crime stiff on crime you can't go out here and say yeah i want to run again and then let people suffer and where the majority of your votes are coming from which is new york city come on let's be real hoku wake up yeah you're, you're, you're gonna have a, have a possible good following in, in in upstate new york or but what happens downstate what happens downstate and for those those that that might be listening to this this show and in in different cities and different you know and 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 you say this is what we voted for yeah this is what people voted for absolutely this is what people voted for but at the same time yes this is what people voted for but this is what people can use their power the power of vote their, their vote as a power as a tool to be able to make some kind of change. Governor Hochul, you're not going to get my support. You're not. I can tell you straight up and down, you're not going to get my support. But people that are thinking about voting for her can basically tell her, you're not going to get my support if you don't make this change. That's the power of politics. That's the power of your vote. That's the power of your voice. You think you don't have it, but you do. Hey, AOC, I'm not going to vote for you if you don't do, if you don't concentrate, if you don't do this, that, and the third. Hey, Jamal Bowman, uh, you don't have my vote if you don't do, if you don't change, if you don't. That's the power of your vote. You can reach, you can reach these people. I don't think you can. They all have an office. They all have a number. They all have an email. They all have staffs that work for them. Not necessarily will you send an email and will any of these Congress people uh, look at it directly. They'll get staff members on it. But let me tell you something. Negative, they'll look at and pay attention to the negative. Because that is what they want to fix. Because they want that vote. 
They they want your vote. But take advantage of the one that's actually up for office right now. See, Hoku is up for office. Hoku right now is dealing with the fact that the mask mandates that she wrote or put in play in New York are completely unconstitutional. And now she's trying to fight back and say, no, no, that she's, she had the right to do that. She doesn't have the right to do that. But we're not going to get into all of that because we could have we could be here another 20 minutes just talking about the fact that she's you know, it was unconstitutional and I knew it was unconstitutional from the get and I knew that she was going to extend it once she put it into play and she said, oh, no, it's only till January 15th. Now it's January 25th. No. And she moved it as soon as January came into play. No, we're going to move it to February. But again, that's for another conversation. I don't want to get into that. But. The mayor of New York has a tall order ahead of him. Uh, and it's a battle that I think he has to take to city council. It's a battle that he has to take to governor Hoku. And I think it's a battle that he has to take to the state council because things have to change. Things have to change. New York, you, you, we, this, this is just horrible. And it's not because, I mean, majorly, yeah, these, these police officers, man, but public, public safety is, is, is at, at the, at, at the forefront of this. Remember, and if you go back to our episodes on, um, you know, defunding the police and what it looks like, you know, we talked about the fact that, you know, Jamal Bowman and, and AOC, for instance, they pay for um, private security. Well, Bowman uses um, Yonkers PD to secure him, which is basically paid by the um, people that live in Yonkers. You know, they pay their taxes. So. Um, the Yonkerites are the ones that are paying for Bowman security and the other members of the squad basically have their own private security and so on and so forth. They, but your security system or your people, your security is the police department and that your taxes pay for that, for policing and all of that good stuff. And no, you know, we're going to defund it because we don't care what, you know, public safety looks like. That's what the, what, that's what's at the forefront here. That is what that's at the forefront here. Use your power. Use your voice. Speak to these people. Let's make some change. If Mayor Adams is truly, truly trying to make change here by bringing back the plain clothes, hey, more power to you. Uh, we're glad that you're bringing them back because it need, they need to be back. There's way too much guns out on the street. The gun that was used to... Uh, to shoot these two officers was a modified nine millimeter that held a magazine of 40 rounds. That, that goes to show you that's a gun that shouldn't have been on the street at all, at all. A, a police officer carries a, a magazine that carries 15 bullets, 16, excuse me, 16. That's it. 16. Obviously, they carry other magazines with them, but that's it. They have to battle someone that has a modified weapon that carries 40 rounds. Yeah. They could have, we could have gotten that gun off of the street a long time ago, and we wouldn't have to deal with this at all. There was a, 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 a interesting fact, and with this, I want to move on um, to something that um, is affecting, that is affecting me personally, and I wanted to share it. Um, and then we're going to talk about our dunce of the week, but I was listening to Dan Bongino and, um, he mentioned something. There was a news article. I want to find the article. I want to put it up on our page as well. Um, in the article, they were mentioning the fact that if de Blasio, Mayor de Blasio hadn't changed the, or taken the plainclothes unit off of the street. If the city and state councils had not removed the bail reform and letting people back out into the street, then 301 New Yorkers would still be alive today. Over 15, over 1,900, excuse me, yes, it's over 1,900 people would not have been shot in New York. That's, that's, those numbers speak volumes. I know I heard it and I just took it, you know, it sat with me and I thought about it and I wanted to share it with you. 301 people would be alive today. 
over 1,900 people would not, would not have been shot if they would have just left things the way they were. Was reform needed? Yes. How would we have gone about reform? That's something that they would have had to figure out community leaders, community affairs, figure out a way to deal with a reform system that works but doesn't villainize police and make it what it is today. 301 people would still be alive today. And I mean, that, that speaks volumes. Um, before I, I, I get to the, um, my thought, I wanted to speak to our friends over at geekbuying.com. Geekbuying.com is a site where you can get all of your gadget. I mean, anything that you want as far as gadgets at reasonable prices, there's, I mean, everything from 3d printers to e-bikes to, uh, you know, small gadgets, drones, anything, anything and everything delivered straight to your door, geekbuying.com for your, 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 uh, electronic pleasures, video games. I mean, they have it all. Uh, they have a special deal on, uh, Jimmy vacuum cleaners, um, but I would definitely check them out at geekbuying.com. I know my IT guy will probably check them out if he hasn't already. Um, I know I've checked it out, but, uh, you know, definitely go to geekbuying.com and, uh, and give them a, a, a checkout. See, there, I'm sure there's something there that you'll probably be like, Ooh, man, I want this. Um, definitely go to our website, uh, the Miranda project, P R O J C T.com. Click on the link at the top of the page, go directly to geekbuying.com, create an account and man, go at it. Get yourself an e-bike. If you're looking for an e-bike and let geekbuying.com or geekbuying know that the Miranda project sent you. Now, thank you, thank you, thank you and I forgot to put them up. Geekbuying, geekbuying.com. Thank you geekbuying.com or geekbuying, sorry. Thank you. Now, what I wanted to talk about is the fact that and it's close to me and it and it hits me is the fact that um the statue of Teddy Roosevelt was taken from the Museum of Natural History. Uh, and, it, and it truly bothers me because they said that the statue was racist. Uh, you know, I, I, I had an internship at the Museum of Natural History when I was in junior high school. Um, for those of you that don't know what junior high school is, uh, middle school, intermediate school, same difference. If you are in out of state, because I know out a lot of out of states, they don't separate the, the, the grades. You go to school from kinder to eight in one school, something like that. But, you know, it's basically a break. You know, I think it's like a sixth to eighth or fifth to sixth. I mean, fifth to eighth. You go to junior high school, intermediate school, middle school, whatever. And um, I, I had an internship at the Museum of Natural History. And I remember going to the museum and walking up always on, down Columbus Avenue, man. And I would always see that statue. It was my favorite thing of the, of the museum. Only because there, there was, there was no, nothing, there was no race. Every time I looked at the statue, I, I, I didn't see color. I, I didn't. It was a bronze statue. And, you know, bronze, after a while, it gets that, that green, filmy color because of the, you know, like exposure to the oxygen, whatever. I, I, again, I'm not going to go into chemistry. I might be wrong. And chemistry guys say, no, you're wrong. There was no, there was no race. Never, there was never anything about race there. It was always about the fact that you had uh, Teddy Roosevelt, the 26th president of the United States, for those of you that don't know, a great president, a conservatist, he con a, a conservationist, I'm sorry, that's what I meant, a conservationist that built so many conservatories and, and, and conserved so many of our, our forest lands and, and, and national um, you know, forests and, and parks and things of that nature. One of the founders of the Museum of Natural History. 
Oh, no, but somebody in city council said it's racist because he's on a horse. You have a black man flanking him on, I believe it was his right or on his left, and a Native American flanking him on the right or left. And him being on a horse depicts superiority of white people. Did they not realize that Teddy Roosevelt was an avid horse rider? He owned a horse ranch in the Dakotas. Did they do their research? Did they even realize that? But yet, it's racist. I never looked at it as that. It was never racist to me, but apparently it is racist. So sad to see cancel culture destroying the beauty of our culture, whether it's tarnished by racism or not. These are examples of things that need to stay up, whether it's good or bad. Oh, no, he, listen, man, I'm so sick of cancel culture. I, I am truly sick of cancel culture. Such a beautiful statue gone. What are you going to put there? What, what are you going to put there? A, 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 a mural to Bill de Blasio? Is that what you're going to put up there? I mean, horrible. Horrible, man. I, I don't think I, could, I, I can go to the Museum of Natural History. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Who cares? They don't want you there. Man, okay. I don't know if I could visit them. I love that statue. Now it's gone. Now it's gone. It's sad, man. Truly, truly sad. Cancel culture is just, it, it, it's horrendous. I'll, I'll give you a quick tidbit. My wife bought a uh, maple syrup for our, child, our, 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 our son because he loves waffles and he always, always has his waffles, his, his chicken nuggets and waffles in the morning. That's his breakfast, right? And she bought, I believe, the last bottle of Aunt Jemima maple syrup. She refuses to throw it away. It's sitting on a counter, empty, but she refuses to throw it away. We grew up with that stuff, man. And you, somebody decided that it was racist because they decided. Some think tank somewhere decided that it was racist. And they threw it away. You know how many people grew up with Aunt Jemima? You know how many people grew up with Aunt Jemima? But nah, it's racist and it's got to go. It's horrendous, man. I, I, I'm so sick of cancel culture, man. I'm so sick of it. I, I truly am. Uh, you know, seeing that statue being moved, seeing that, it just really, really, it, it, it pulled at my heartstrings, man, because I loved, loved that statue. And now it's gone because some, I don't know, idiot decided that it was um, racist for some stupid reason. And I'm sorry to say it that way, but it's the harsh reality. Now, that was just my thought I wanted to share with you. Real quick, I want to also um, crown our dunce of the, of the, um, of the week. Um, and I know that it's a little late, but uh, we want to crown our FBI the dunce of the week. Congratulations, FBI. Congratulations. Because as you guys were out there on your witch hunt for white supremacists or whatever you want to call them, or, oh no, parents, also parents that were out there um, protesting CRT and, you know, they were uh, domestic terrorists and all of that stuff. While you guys were doing that, you had an actual terrorist come into our country and go into a synagogue and basically sequester people that were at a synagogue an actual terrorist and my five in well in 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 england said as much this guy was on the terror watch he was someone that they were looking into they've had been looking into for a long time but you guys decided, no, no, um, mom complaining about CRT is actually the terrorist. So we have to pay attention to them. We have to be on top of them. They're the ones, they're the ones, they're the ones. And you actually let a terrorist sneak into the country. And luckily nobody was harmed, but they were held against their will. So FBI for that. You have been crowned 
the dunces of the week. Once again, FBI, you are the dunces of last week. <laughs> Thank you once again, everybody, for joining us on the project. Um, real quick, check us out on our social media sites the um, and our, our, what's it called, our Facebook page, like, I'm sorry, on our social media sites, our Facebook page, Instagram. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Obviously, go to our website as well, the Miranda Project, P R O J C T dot com. And, you know, follow us uh, on wherever it is that you check, uh, you know, get your podcast. Uh, check us out on Rumble as well. We'll be uploading on YouTube as well. And, um, you know, like we love to say, if you're not into politics, just remember politics is into you. Thank you all, and God bless you. Thank you.